Stressful. 45, 45. Looks like Tom Duncan. <laughs> Sounds like, must be a duck. Jersey <laughs> girls are the best. <laughs> what? What? The bunny ears are back. <laughs> <laughs> we have no bunny ears today, Madison. No bunny ears. I just took the picture down over here. I'm very sad. Specifically Bunny for you. Bunny ears made me happy, Maddie. FYI, I mean, a little joy in Fabi's life. Is that so bad? No. Seriously. Well, you couldn't do the bunny ears again for me? I have a bun today. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You've gone from bunny ears to bun buns. Okay, listen, guys. We are back for another round of the Real Realtors of New Jersey. You know what time it is. <laughs> These guys are going to break it down, Jersey style. What's going on in the housing market? What's going on in the mortgage market? And then what's going on in the lives of the Jersey realtors, right? Because let's 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 start off with the most like dramatic news that that I'm going to get out of this episode, right? Like there's a pink elephant in this in this in this show right now, right? That we got to address. <laughs> I just want to get it over with. Like I'm just going to. It's very cathartic. Okay, so I'm just going to say it. Madison left her company and joined a new company. <laughs> oh, I was not expecting that to be the way up. Me either. <laughs> right, Maddie? So you are no longer with uh, Animac. You're not no with Cross Country, with right? I crossed over to Cross Country. Right. And you're having some IT problems and they can't get your computer right, but it's okay. We'll deal with it. We got a new one shipped upstairs. So if my screen goes black, it's because I didn't All right. get everything up and All running. Right. So let's get real here, right? There's a we have two uh, realtors with us, Maddie. You want to announce them since they're your buddies? I will. We got Gina and Christina. I feel like it just flows. Yeah. Um, so we have Gina Scadella with Keller Williams. Hi. She's the representing the South Jersey region. From the and south then, side. South yeah. side. Or as we like to call it, down the shore, DTS. A lot of people are going to be heading that way in the next week. So this is like the season where everyone be pretends to become South Jerseyans for the next few weeks. And then we have Christina Hodgson from Remax in the north side of the right. state. And I know my Jersey facts, as we were talking before the show, there is no such thing as Central Jersey. Definitely Nothing no I'm Western Jersey. No Western Jersey. No way. <laughs> Right, so if you yeah. live in any parts of Western Jersey, you got to pick North or South. There is no, and is I mean, does, there sounds like Gina. Tell me, I mean, shouldn't there be like an Eastern Jersey? I mean, it doesn't really exist. Everybody knows North Jersey's over the bridge, and once you come over, it's South, and everything to the left. Like, is what's like connected to the water? What do they call that? The Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. Okay, so yeah. it's not really Eastern Jersey, just the Jersey Shore. Yeah, it's like West. Everything to like, if you're looking at the map to the left, doesn't exist. It's either South or North. <laughs> <laughs> I still get a laugh out of that. All right. So listen, the real pink elephant, right, is we are down one realtor. So there yeah. used to be another realtor, right? Uh, well, I oh, I got yeah, I got to know like like we were like down one realtor like you know, for me it was like there was always U3 and now it's U2, right? Mm -hmm. And it flows. Is that the reason that you guys decided because it flows better cuz Gina and Christina has a better rhyme to it? What's the, I mean, can you talk about this? It's like Teresa and Melissa from The Housewives. Like, we're the most important, you know? Oh. <laughs> you can't have all the cast. You can't have all the Housewives on one episode all the time. Exactly. Sure. Is that what it is? That's a good way. There's so more popular 
Housewives on the show. Yesterday was actually the season finale of Housewives of New Jersey. Okay, I won't tell you what happens. Don't tell me I fell asleep early. Okay, (laughs) I'm the only one that watched it, but um, it was perfect timing. Fabi didn't even realize that, I'm sure. I uh, I've never yeah, watched. Reunion it. I, coming up. I have no. I have never watched an episode of The Real Housewives of anything. That's Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, just, just so we're on the same page. I am like on season eight of The Walking Dead. Okay. Okay. Have you ever watched The Jersey Shore? No. Other than when I was at the Jersey Shore and I saw the waves rolling in, and like very like. Paranoid of some guy trying to stand behind me to grab my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you think of Jersey? Wow. Well, he was like trying to get behind me for some reason. It was like, dude, there's enough room on this I beach. I to make sure you weren't going to fall. That's all. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, dude, yeah. the politeness of these people. Yeah, oh, we are the most polite state in the country, didn't you know? Of course, especially the drivers, as you were telling me yesterday. I was on the phone with Fabi and I'm like, this mother. Mm. Oh, hold on, Fabi. And I like couldn't concentrate because I was trying to get over and I was like, sorry, Jersey drivers. All right. Well, look. Since we're not going to talk about the third missing house, uh, real estate agent, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, is she missing? Is she MIA? Is this like one of those Tony Soprano moments? You know what? Gone away uh, on vacation? We, all, we all give each other opportunities in this business. Some people give more opportunities than others. And okay. I felt like Gina, Christina, and I formed a relationship where we're not only doing business together, but we're also we've we've become friends. Mm-hmm. And I felt like there was just a better we were just more in sync with one another and our aligning our businesses together. I just I felt like we needed something different and we could kind of focus more instead of a billion per you know, a billion um opinions and things, just getting it from literally the north and the south side. Oh, okay. Yeah. So strategic here. No like no shade. This. Okay, so your next next role will be something in politics, the way you spun that, by the way, Maddie. I know, I feel so official with this uh, blazer <laughs> on, too. <laughs> All right, well, look, let's talk about what we would talk about, guys, since you, I'm yeah. not going to do any drama out of you guys. You guys are all, like, real... We're trying to be yeah. professional, Fabi. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, you know, I mean, it's like a podcast. Yeah. I know, little but drama. I got a little bit of drama, yeah. right? I mean, look, like... JP All right, do you guys want to know the real tea? There was an there was an event, right? Okay, tell me. And yes, let's go. There was an event, and you know what? I'm sorry if you know. I'm sorry if anyone here is. Like, so Christina and I worked very hard on an event that we put together at we the end of the year. Spent a lot of money on this event. It was right. a networking charity event, and um, music in the back, right? I see this yeah. networking event going on. Got and like any in. housewife, if you if you watch the housewives, all the housewives get invited to the events, whether there's beef with each other, you know, whether or not they like each other. Everyone's always invited to the events. And um, there was an uh, there was another event held by another real realtor, and the rest of us weren't invited, and it whoa, felt a little. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it was exactly like ours. Just oh with the no. Oh wow! You guys getting get you guys. Oh, I get it now. And I drove two hours to go to there. Two hours at night. At night. Here we go. Here we go. Loyalty. <laughs> you wanted to get it out of us. Yeah. There it is. Gina's <laughs> pointing, and, and Christina's holding her hand. <laughs> yeah, Gina. Gina came all the way from from Palms River up to Franklin Lakes. Yeah, no. Two hours. Lakes, where the housewives are filmed every season for the most part came all the way up to franklin lakes 
was a great uh, sport during our event. And um, I wouldn't miss it. The other housewife no. was not there. So, or the other no. realtor was not there. <laughs> no, no, was it, was Madison there? Madison hosted the event with me. Yeah. I, I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. So Madison was there. So she was, and, and then, so the next day or next event by held by the missing realtor. A month later. It shall not be named. So cringing. <laughs> Cringe. Right. You three were not invited. Correct. Wow. I feel like I'm in like family court. Correct. What? I know. I'm like, I'm like yes, well, judge. I'm trying to understand all this. So you got to understand. You know I mean, at my age, I'm like happy when people don't invite me. <laughs> it's like, thank God I don't got to go. You know what? Oh. It wasn't about the invite as much as it was like kind of just copy and pasting the idea behind the event. And then like you didn't support no. ours. You didn't give us an opportunity to support ours, but you took our whole idea. This isn't shallow, at least. It's not a shallow anger no and look i mean we're not the first ones to put on like a women you know a women empowerment networking charity event so that wasn't just got this look like what the hell yeah come on now let's just i promised myself in my mid-20s i was gonna stop gossiping but here i am like let me hear it but here i am being a part of it, but you Listen, know here's, here's the thing, though, Gina. I mean, Christine. I'll tell you the honest truth. If this was not being recorded and not part of the show, I wouldn't even want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is what makes it interesting. But show. you know what? We all just felt like the three of us felt like this was a more genuine group, and we're able to talk about more genuine things and experiences that we have with Madison. Every now, I, want to, I want to ask something now. Is Gina? on thin ice because she did not wear the blazer like you and Madison are wearing. <laughs> no, we all wrote jean jackets yeah. in the Madison said she was wearing a jean jacket. Wearing jacket. They go jean jacket. I mean, I, I would be nervous if I were you. I mean, I, I feel comfortable. Like, this is my show, so I can't get kicked off, right? <laughs> I'm getting nervous. Right? So if I show with the t-shirt and stuff on, I'm cool, right? But, like, yeah. Gina, I mean, per, I would just, like, make sure from now be on. Be aware. You're in sync. Okay. You'd be in sync with these two. Because, I'm in the gutter. Do you want to be honest with you guys? Eventually, what I'm going to say is that Maddie and Christina just sounded so much better together. You know, like M and K. Yeah, like, you know, soon like it's going like to be the two of them. Right. My God, <laughs> I think we're worth a little bit more than that, Bobby. <laughs> well, you guys, we're my top produced uh, episode from last season. Congratulations on that. I, I love that. That was good stuff. That's Maddie, great. Number one episode from last season. So let's dive into it, guys, because look, we are in a very, very strange housing market. I can't tell you, it, I feel like every podcast episode that I've done in the last three weeks, this topic has come up. So I'm, I mean, we've, we've, I've exhausted this, epi- this topic, but I have to bring it out, right? So here's a magic number. I don't know if you guys know what this number means, right? And I'm rounding it up. 562,000. Do you know what that number represents? It should, it should mean something to you guys. If you don't know what it means, I'm going to tell you what it means. The average size? I don't really know. No, that was the number of houses listed for sale March 2023 nationwide. Wow. Wow. Uh, yes, 562,565 units like on that. March 2023. 1.2 real estate agents, million real estate agents. So I know that only about 10 of you guys are really working because <laughs> <laughs> there's no way 1.2 million are going to sell 560,000 units it's just i mean mathematically doesn't work right mm-hmm. um even if i divide that in half and say 600,000 list and 600,000 buy mm-hmm. um so what is this lack of inventory gina i mean 
I know we talked about it a little bit before the show, you and I did, right? Yeah. But I mean, let's talk about this. Like, this lack of inventory, it's not going away because, as you and I were saying, people have this rate of 3%, 3.5%, 4%, whatever. And like, I'm not selling my house to go get, move into a house that's got a 6.5% rate. It makes no sense. Yeah. A lot of people that have the lower rates are like, we'll just make an addition on our home. If they need a bigger house, they're just staying put. And then the people that are first-time home buyers or need to relocate because of jobs were one against 19. I mean, I had a recent scenario. We submitted an offer over asking, and the listing agent was like, you were the lowest out of 19 offers, so don't even bother. I'm like, mm. okay, don't listen at that price then. You know what I mean? So it's very competitive still with the low inventory. Yeah, but I mean – Christine, I mean, you were always in, a, in in kind of a more investment people, that kind of stuff, right? I, I remember that about you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, obviously, you know, low inventory is going to take a toll on everybody. Yeah. So it's my situation is a little different than Gina's. Um, there's not a lot of inventory up here, but people are not scared by the rates anymore. Um, and I know Madison and I have a few clients that we're working with that are just willing to get what they get and don't get upset, literally waiving inspections, going 150,000 over asking no oil tank sweep, like no waiving appraisals. Like no one cares up here. And I don't know if it's because I'm assuming it's because we're so close to New York Mm -hmm. and our clients are kind of like Madison, like for example, like our one client's from like Anglewood, that's like closer to the city. She works in the city or her company's out of the city. So like, I feel like a lot of people just don't care because anything's cheaper than living in New York is kind of Mm -hmm. what I'm hearing from a lot of my clients. So on the investment side of things, I feel like, and I guess we'll get into that topic. um, There's a lot of like new newbie investors that are like looking to get into the market right now. And I just think that's so interesting because as an investor myself, Mm -hmm. I'm stepping away. Mm-hmm. I haven't touched a, a, an investment property for the past year. So, and it's not because I'm so, so scared about the prices. I just know that I'm not comfortable buying something that I know in a normal market is worth much less. Yeah. So that's, I, I want to dive into that, Christian. So hang tight on that. You use the word normal market. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a normal market right now. Because you got to remember, like we went from 2020, right? Where we did four yeah. times the volume of a normal market. Mm-hmm. Right, bounced into 2021, kind of hung over, and all of a sudden the lights came on and the beer ran out, and everyone was like, "Hey, what happened?" It was 2022, yeah. and we slid into 2023. So I don't know. Like I feel like it's kind of like a jet lag, a couple of times over again. Like going to California, come back to DC, come back to Vegas, then going back to DC again. Recently, yeah, it's definitely felt that way. But I, I think I told you so in 2017 when I started. It was very much normal to me. That's the normal. only normal. So I guess everyone looks at normal that's a, that's as a great. No, that's a great year to talk about because they had good inventory. Yeah. You had a good supply. You had reasonable rates. Yeah. Right? It wasn't 25 offers. Mm-hmm. You would be lucky to get one offer in 2017 on a house. Yeah. So, yeah. And I remember 2017, the beginning of 2018, the end of 2018 was a little competitive, but that was my normal. Okay. Was I was able to get every single client a house, the first five houses I showed them, not every hundred like Gina and I are showing, mm-hmm. nice. you know, so that was my normal. So Madison, so. let me bounce over to you for a second. I'm going to give you another number. 2009, right? We're going back. How old were you in 2009, Maddie? Riddle me. Amuse me. Uh, 27. <laughs> I'm 27 now. So like 
2000, I graduated high school in 2014. Okay, so you were still a around in, in high school. I was in like middle school. Junior, junior high. I was eight. Eight. Okay. <laughs> well, great. Yeah. Christina, you want to chime in and make me feel worse? <laughs> Maybe 11. <laughs> cool, thank you. It's a little closer. <laughs> so 2009, 2009, there was 4 million units for sale nationwide. Wow. Jesus. Just to give you guys some perspective here. So 4 million units in 2009. Nothing. 562,000 units available today in March 2023. It's crazy. Just, 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 I, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, it's so weird just to think about that, Maddie. And then you got the rates bouncing around. Now, Maddie, I know we haven't had a rent in a while, and this is not the moment for the rent because this is a show where you have guests oh, on. Hold it in. Right? So hold it in. Yep. Hold it in. How are the rates affecting when when you when somebody says, "Hey, I got my contract approved," you're like, "Yeah, but the rate is seven percent." My closing next week is locked in at a nine point three seven five. Wow. For a specific, it's for non-QM. Yeah. Um, they're okay okay with that. For their financial circumstance, it's that or no house. Now, did you have to buy a house in Western New Jersey for them? No, they're in Jersey City. Yes. They're very close to uh, very close to the city. Multifamily. Okay, that makes sense. I would do it too. Yeah. Okay. So, but th- no one complained about the rate, or do they look look at you like you're crazy? I mean, kind of like coinous <laughs> <laughs> besides. So it was like, well, and here's the thing. But I, you all know, I do a lot of credit repair with my clients. So it's like. When you go into the non-QM world, they don't focus so much on the DTI as much as they do the credit score. So mm-hmm. the credit score is usually the thing that's determining what interest rate you get for certain programs. Um, without getting, you know, he's just got certain situations where, like, he did the most that he could to improve his credit. He has um, a lot of, like, authorized users on certain cards that he couldn't remove himself, which is, like, one of the obvious ways to just do a quick boost. But... Given him circumstances, he's not allowed to do that. And um, yeah, he's stuck with it. But I told him that, you know, maybe the people that go into the non-QM space, it's like a lesson learned, in my opinion, of like file your taxes and just do the right yeah. thing. And you wouldn't have to kind of go into these spaces all the time. 9.375, a couple of years ago, that that program was probably like about a six and a half. Yeah. If I was guessing, right? Probably. Yeah. So, I mean, how does, I mean... Well, let's, let's let's go back to the into the prime market, Gina. I mean, if you're if because I know like the rates bouncing around six point seven to seven percent thirty year fix, Fannie Mae, right? Full doc. Um, I mean, does that make your buyers be able to qualify for less, right? Because obviously, you qualify more when you the rate is three percent, right? Yeah, a lot of my clients are still putting down a good number, but they're not. You know, if it was a couple months ago, they would have been able to afford the price range you're looking for because they want all these things. But the price range you're looking at, their purchasing power has gone down. I mean, we're waiving inspections down here. We're waiving appraisal, everything, and we're still losing. So people are going even down here, 50, 75 over. We went 20 and we waived everything. That's not enough, 20,000. You have to go at least 40 to 50,000 over asking. Wow. And Gina have a client that's putting 60% down right now. 60%? 60. Like more than half. They couldn't come up with the other 40? No. <laughs> yeah, better off. We're there. We couldn't do it. 
Yeah. That's the nice thing about being Pakistani. Somehow or another, if you get to 60, the, other, the family will help you out the other 40. The 40 right? <laughs> just well, the family's them. already helping them in order to get to yeah. 60. So. All right. All right. So buying power goes down. Yeah. Christina, you're in North Jersey where I know houses obviously have to be a little bit more because you're closer to New York City. Mm-hmm. Right? In your mind, what's the average sale price in, in, in North New Jersey right now? I don't know what, what it is. So I- Honestly, Fabi, it's so... I mean, even comping houses right now, like the appraisers that I speak to are like, I don't really know where to put this. So mm. we're just going to go with, you know, Wow. honestly, it's hard to say. I mean, in some towns that I would never think you'd see a million dollar house, we're seeing million dollar houses. So everything's so inflated over here. I couldn't even give you an accurate. Like I'm pretty familiar with Edison, New Jersey for okay. reasons that I can't disclose, but <laughs> So, so what is like, are you familiar with Edison? I don't really do business that far south. I, I'm kind of that's like, south? that's kind of central, dude. Central, but there's no central. I don't, I don't go there. No, don't so who's, 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 do, who's representing Edison? Give the nastiest look. Who, me? Like, we're like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Just let's worry about the Jersey Shore and North Carolina. Right. Sorry, sorry. So, Edison's a no, Edison. How about how about Newark? Yes, actually, yeah. Madison, right? neighborhood, right? Because it was, it was like the worst city to live in for the longest time. Newark, and now Jersey it's up city. and coming. We right. got a six fifty in there. Six hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. How big was the house? Like eight hundred square feet? No, less less than twenty five hundred square feet. Oh my god. And and there was foundation issues, so my client just backed out yesterday. So are you kidding me? After all that, you got a structural engineer in there and all. Yeah, six hundred fifty thousand dollars for a house in in Jersey City, right? No, Newark. Newark, Newark. Newark. Okay, Newark, Jersey, and it's about twenty five hundred square feet, right? Foundational issues, so they'll repair that and they'll put it back on the market for seven hundred. They can't even repair it if they they. I can't really get into details, obviously, but um they can't do it so it's gonna have to go back on the market for a lot less but someone's gonna scoop it up it just has to be the right price so would that be something that you would talk to one of your investors about the numbers wouldn't make sense for them okay honestly all right right. so the average sale price in in your neighborhoods are about 600 let's say 750 is that Mm -hmm. fair yeah Yeah. right madison you're you're the loan officer here right what kind, so. of income, what kind of income do you need to qualify for something like that? Fuck. Like, I was just having... <laughs> oh, it's such a hard thing because... Let's just putting 20% down on a $700,000 house, right? 20% yeah. is $140,000, right? It depends on their freaking debt, though. That's what, that's what kills it. Minimal debt. Let's say, let's say they, they got a, a $300 car payment and a couple hundred bucks for credit card. Really good borrower that you normally don't get, right? Probably $100,000. Like $100,000 to $120,000. Yeah comfortably if it's one person jesus or like at least two people making oh does anybody know what the average income in new jersey is like 150 combined christina is from like a whole different ball game she's talking about like yeah the average income in jersey is about $72,000 combined or or the average household income the average thousand yeah just, I'm giving you guys some numbers here, right? That we, we we're looking up as as we're doing the show. That's <laughs> wow, seventy right. 
thousand. So that's what I'm trying. To, and by the way, Christina, this is the topic we're having with everybody that comes on this podcast. We're going through this the same exercise over and over and over again. Yeah. And so the number one thing that comes to mind is that's why people are relocating outside of these yeah. northeastern states, right? And yeah. if they can go to live in Boise, Idaho, or 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 you know, Kentucky's becoming Kentucky, a new one. Kentucky, uh, hundred forty thousand dollar houses. Wow! Right? Oh, no. brand new, brand new hundred forty thousand dollar houses. Right. So now, all of a sudden, if you're willing to put down one hundred forty thousand dollars, hundred twenty thousand, or one hundred forty twenty percent down of seven hundred thousand, you just paid cash for that same house in Kentucky. Yeah. And as long as you got good internet, you can work. Now, obviously, that's for white-collar jobs. It's not for, like, if you work at a restaurant or if you have to drive a bus. You know, so it, it is definitely a select segment of the, of the, yeah. of the citizens that can, that can do that, right? Mm -hmm. But this is what we're talking about, guys, is, is, is D.C., where I live, right, is notorious. Like, my daughter, who was a student counselor at a local high school, can't afford to buy a house in the, in the neighborhood she grew up in. Mm-hmm. You know, unless, 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 unless I co-sign for her, right? And then she can buy it. Other than that, there's no way she can move back into the neighborhood. Nope. And so the affordability factor, I mean, as real estate agents, I mean, what do you guys, I mean, I don't know if you guys know the answer to this. I'm just going to throw it out there, right? I'm asking people, what do you think the solution is, guys? All three of you guys combined. Huddle Make up and come money. back. To me. Since I got another job. Get another job. Okay, I like that. Okay. Second jobs would definitely help, right? Yeah, a lot of people have it. You can't live anymore on one um, income. You know what I mean? A lot of stay-at-home moms are getting jobs. Mm -hmm. um, it's really hard on a lot of people. It's sad. Here's one thing that I was talking about yesterday, and I don't. I'll, I'll ask you guys your opinion on this. But in my opinion, especially in New Jersey, so just as much as the housing prices are inflated right now, rent is completely inflated. Yeah, I feel as though, especially in our generation when you know it used to be like you go to college for four years you graduate and you move out there's a lot more people living home mm -hmm. um but even living home isn't really helping them or sustaining them to be able to go out there and afford a house because they're still either going to pay a 22 to three thousand dollar rent payment at that point Unless you're living with another person or you mm -hmm. have a roommate, you're never going to save. Um, and then a lot of people that had the mentality of I'm going to school for four years and I'm going to move out, they are living, in my opinion, beyond their means because they won't settle for just like an apartment that actually is affordable for them. So they'll pay the 2000 the 3000 the $4,000 mm -hmm. for these rooftop penthouse Crazy. apartments in these luxury places. But once you do that, how are you... Save How it. are you saving? You're on the spot right now. Oh, I'm <laughs> Christina, you make more money than most, like, than God, okay? No, I'm kidding. But, like, you make more money than, like, 90% of the people your age. So you're Listen, in a different is, I was looking at rentals yesterday, guys, and it is ridiculous. I took my friend who I went to college with. Mind you, I dropped out of school to pursue my real estate career. But while, while I was in school, I made a lot of connections, and I ended up selling those people a lot of houses. Mm -hmm. However, this one specific guy, um, he's like, he calls me up. He's like, listen, I just got a job in the city. I said, great. I said, how much money do you have? He goes, I have like $90,000 saved. I'm like, okay. So I said, so do you want to use that to buy or what are you going to do? He's like, I need to rent. He goes, my credit's shot. I have too many student loans. And he goes, 
my new job only paying me $43,000 a year. What? Mm-hmm. In New York? Years of college in New York making $43,000 a year. That's Wow. Wow. Yep. So the point so being, guys, is to. affordability is going to be a problem no matter what happens to the inventory. Yeah. You see the connection we're getting at now? Because it's like if even if there was a million houses or two million houses. Who's affording them? Right. Realistically affording them because I often feel as though, unfortunately, like uh, I look at a lot of loan scenarios sometimes and I'm like, yeah, you qualify, but do you really want to do this? Or like, God forbid something breaks. I just had one of my clients right now. We're trying to figure out why like her income is so skewed because like every week she's working different hours and she's like, mm -hmm. my son has like health medical issues and we're like driving him up and like back and forth to Delaware. But it's like, yeah, like things like that happen. A kid needs braces. Someone, you know, breaks a, just like how many crazy things happen, right? Like we never thought COVID would happen. So yeah. you need emergency money. And when you're like maximizing your lifestyle right now and then expecting to like, again, put the minimal down just to like say that you own a home, it's like, that's not even a flex because you're just really putting yourself in. Yeah. I mean, when I was a loan officer, I used to tell these borrowers that were, that were like maxing out their limits on the house. I was like, look, imagine coming home and your kid says you want to get a Domino's pizza for the night and you got to think about spending $20. Yeah. That's, that's how real that shit gets. And I said, if you got to think about spending $20, like yeah, don't do this to yourself. You know, you're going to say something. Yeah, I was saying a lot of people live like that. You know, they can't eat, they don't even know where their the food's going to come from because they're living like paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, well, there was another number that I heard yesterday, and, and I don't, I didn't verify this one yet, like I normally do, but I heard there was about sixteen trillion dollars worth of credit card debt nationwide yeah. right now. And normally they they were saying that this is the time when most people start to pay off their debt because they come into their refund and no one, no one's yeah. paying it off. That refund money is going with the emergencies or yeah. the down payments on a home. Yeah, so I mean, I think there there there's some opportunities here, but you know, I, I think overall we're probably looking at about a two year before we get any kind of real relief in, in the housing market. So I'm glad that I'm not a full time real estate agent having to show these houses just for the record, because Christina and Gina, you guys got a tough tough job right now, mm -hmm. right? When a bar, when a client says to you, Christina, I want to see this kind of house. I mean, are you? I know you guys are asking for the pre-approvals, right? Got that, right? From me, yeah. If they don't have the pre-approval, what do you, I mean? What What is the response? So we actually just went through this this morning. Me and Madison, Madison and I. Um, I will not show a house unless I see that pre-approval letter. And like, I'll give you a great example. And it's not about one of our clients, so I can freely speak about it. I do have a client um, right now who sent me their pre-approval letter on Monday and they're pre-approved for a two family up to 850,000. I know in those areas that they're looking, they go over and they're sending me things that are 850 or 825. And I'm like, guys, you can't do that. You are going to be maxing yourself out. Mm. And the kicker is they don't even want to live in it. They just want to rent it out. Wow. Wow. So it's kind of like, and they want to put the, the least amount of money down. They only want to do 5%. And I'm like, you're not really maximizing on your investment if you're not really investing in it, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. 
lives. Yeah, you know? sure does. Give some to get some. And that's kind of like the motto that I live by, especially since I'm an investor myself. If I know that I can only put 5% down on a project, I'm not going to do it because I know at the end of the day, it's going to cost me more money than it is going to put money in my pocket. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very real with my clients and I'm like, listen, this is what it is. If you feel like you have to wait, wait it out. And there are some clients who have been waiting since the rates were three and a quarter. Mm. So wow. It's wow. definitely not going to work now. Wow. So, but I'm very real with them. I'm like, listen, you're, you're asking for a unicorn and there's no such thing as unicorn. So it's either you're going to wait or you're going to keep, you know, wanting a unicorn and it's not there. So that's my pet peeve. When they send things or budgets like 450 and they're sending like 475. Oh, you think we could? No, you're not getting a deal anymore. So how do you mean, Gina, but how do you like, like, let's say I come to you, right? And I'm qualified for 450, right? Yeah. And I see this house. I'm like, Gina, can't we just like it's only twenty five thousand dollars more? It's only only twenty five thousand. It's not that big of a number. It only depends if it just went on the market. I'll tell them, listen, this just went up. There's probably a lot of activity. Let me touch base with the realtor. If it's been up for like fifty days, which is rare, then maybe there's a negotiation room. But if it just went up and it's a hot area, I'll say, listen, guys, all the comps around here are showing that they go close to five. So mm. you know, I think it's just I don't want you guys to get your hopes up. I always say that, like, in there, I feel bad for them. Like, I don't want them to get discouraged. So I tell them, you know, I don't think it's in your best interest to go see this. Has anybody, has anybody ever left you guys for a different real estate agent that lied to them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then they come back. <laughs> right? I mean, because I could, I could see like a realtor saying, "Oh yeah, Fab, you qualify for four hundred eighty thousand with my guy," right? And then they run me through the ring. They shop around still, though. They always want to know, like, oh, am I getting the right, you know, realtor? I mean, some people say to me as a buyer's agent, they're like, oh, I have to pay you? I'm like, no. It's like some people don't know. You know, they're not educated enough for that. That's why they do shop around. Yeah. You just reminded me of your story with the gas guy, though, who drove you around for like a thousand miles and never bought a house from you. Oh, yeah. I was thinking that when you said that, I was like, those fuckers <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I can't believe them. Like, that. that was my first horror story. And that's when I first got started. So I had nothing. So, so speaking, of, speaking of horror stories, guys, I mean, uh, we'll start off with Christina because I think, you know, she's oh, always got no. some fun of horror stories, right? I mean, <laughs> what are, I mean, are, I hate to say this because it feels like such a weird market, but are there still horror stories in this market? Oh, yeah. Every day is a horror. I hate waking up. <laughs> I I wonder, what time did the housewives go on last night? Eight o'clock? I was sleeping before then because I'd rather be with my eyes closed than having to answer my Good phone at, at night Good for you. looking for a unicorn. <laughs> but uh, I could give you a horror story that I have. So I have my friend's mom looking for a house right now and I helped them buy a house. So now the mom's looking and we were under contract on something. And let's talk about new realtors getting into the real estate market right now. Awful idea. Go get a nine to five job, go work at the bank. I don't know, go work at Starbucks, go work somewhere else. Because if you don't have experience, I don't know, I don't care what kind of Tom Ferry program you're going to buy, you're not <laughs> navigating this market the right way. So, um, you have to have some skin in the game, you know. Um, anyway, we're under contract on this property, I'm dealing with a new realtor, and he had no idea that the property had a septic system. Zero. Oh my God. So when we did our home inspection, mind you, there was 35 offers on this house. 35. We got the house. Okay. 55,000 over asking. Had no idea this property had a septic. So when I gave him the septic report and I said the septic failed, he goes, what's a septic? 
I would mean I went through that recently, but I'm not a realtor, he told, so he told, <laughs> yeah, that's client. He told the seller, Oh, you're not responsible to fix that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do this. Well, guess what? The house is still on the market. Wow. Till this day, and this was two months ago. Wow. Oh my God. Do you so, guys have a lot of septic in North Jersey? I don't I wouldn't think um in like Sussex, some Here's the county. Yeah. Everyone's moving to those areas though. And so my one of my new offices that I work out of sometimes, a lot of them are from there and like still live there, like grew up there and whatever. And they're pretty much saying like these houses were designed to be summer rentals. They're not to be like they're not designed to be wow. lived in 365 days in the year. And then people are paying five six hundred thousand more i was at an open house a couple, a couple weeks ago for one that would normally in this area probably go for no more than 250 it was going for 550 and there were 72 people that showed up Jeez. on the second day of the open houses Jeez. Jesus. this Jesus. is like that's the reality of some of the areas and some of the things that like are happening and again it's not just probably jersey but it's like with the high prices, higher rates, mm -hmm. like areas that people are looking in where you're just like, are you mentally okay? Are, are you we mentally okay for Gina, doing this? Gina, are you living? mentally okay? Gina, are you mentally okay? No, not today. We only ask because we care. Thank you. I'm not on the burner anymore because I'm not wearing she a killing it. She has like eight things under contract. Wow. Awesome. See? She's here with me. Yeah. So hold on, let me ask you a question now. When you have eight contracts, Eight under contract, right? Buy on the ten, buyer side, buddy. right? Ten. 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 Jesus, right? I used to shoot myself. I can't do that anymore. I was literally up yesterday from, I went to the gym at 6.20. I didn't go to bed till like 11.30. So I'm like a hamster. I'm like running on a hamster wheel. But yeah. I love it. I like well, it. 12 hours ago, I was woken up by my dog throwing up. So hands down, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's not cool. Like, all I heard all I heard uh, <laughs> like, oh, no, not in the bedroom, not in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, hamster wheel, no hamster wheel, you know, but back to you, Gina, because this is about you, not about me and my dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> horror stories in the, are there any horror stories before these 10 contracts that? Yeah, the one that just closed. So <laughs> I was working with these clients since October. We put their house up and obviously it wasn't really a good time during the holiday so it took a little longer than usual but we did some we took it off put it back on so we were almost there and we're they were purchasing another house as well so obviously it's a domino effect when something happens yeah. with their sale so obviously we did appraisal everything back came okay the inspections you know we're there the day of closing and i get a call from the realtor uh saying that the buyer cannot get the mortgage anymore because they found some things which to me was a horror story because we were closing on their purchase the next day. So within that 24 hours, I was able to find um, another buyer and thank God we were able to close in two weeks and wow. they gave us more time. So why, why do some realtors say, okay guys, I'm going to just, cause we were talking about this the other day, right? Realtors will say <laughs> Madison ready for this. I'm like, no God. <laughs> in 18 years, I've never had a, a deal get delayed like this before. And I hate like, people put their years into it. Right? It's, like, it's like, dude, come on. 18, if you if you sold one 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 house per year, I could believe that. Right? Yeah. But if you're selling like 20, 30 houses per year, even 14, 15, yeah. 18 years, you're going to have delays. 
Something that person that happen. says that is still using a fax machine to send their right is there a school where they teach you guys these lines on how to make a loan officer feel bad no 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 those are just people who don't sell and they just exactly madison oh. have you been told this before by anybody like i can't believe this in all my years as a real estate agent i've never seen a loan officer do x that's well, crazy. right now, the deal that I'm supposed to close next week, he, the seller's agent has been texting the buyer's agent who I'm working with every single day, like multiple more like, what is this guy not sold a freaking house in like three years? Like, mm -hmm. every, are we updated? And right now, the only reason we, ha we aren't closing is because we're waiting on documents from the seller because <laughs> the seller decided that he wants to use one name on certain documents and another name on other documents. And they're like, oh, once his nickname and we're like that doesn't fly on legally binding documents that we need you to sign and it's all under an llc that we're like so it's like we're just trying to figure out like who right. has the authority to sign on behalf but then you have three freaking names so the seller and the, the realtor texted me this morning and was like hey any update like i'm sorry like he and i'm like please send me his number and i was like do you guys not communicate because like you're communicating with the buyer side on everything but all that we're waiting on is stuff from the sellers and as the seller's agent i would assume that you would know that this is what we're waiting for yeah. and that's the end of my rant because this is Ma not Maddie, my right, at, right at the end your right eyebrow went up <laughs> Right. So is Bobby it, realized this thing when I got serious. I don't even. I can't do it normally unless I'm literally like. Oh, yeah. my eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> is your microphone working this time? By the way, or is this a fake mic? Testing. All one. right, all right. You can stay oh, on the podcast. She, she fessed up on the last episode, guys. That her microphone was just a decorative piece, just to kind I of. I remember that. my episodes. <laughs> so one of the realtors always says to me, "How come you're just finding out now?" Like, why couldn't you have known all this X, Y, and Z the first day you took the loan application? That's a great freaking question. Because right? sometimes title comes back with certain things too. Thank like, you. Or that doesn't show up on credit. Like sometimes the guy gives you a bank statement that you've been asking for for three weeks and they finally give you the bank statement. It's got two deposits that are unsourced funds. Yeah. Or when you, you find out about child support or alimony <laughs> because they don't disclose certain pages of the divorce decree. Right. Yeah. Right. All sorts of stuff happens during the process of a file. So all my real estate friends, please understand, we would love to know everything on day one. It would make my job, uh, Madison, it would make your job easier, right? Oh, like yeah. Do everything. But sometimes we just don't. Even the perfect borrower can have, have some, you know what I mean, some, some shiggity there. So mm. guys, whoo. Shiggity. What the heck? Wait, that's a DC word. <laughs> Shiggity. I've never heard that in my whole life. I guess you grew up in Jersey. So you've been deprived. Go to DC. We're, we're going to take Jersey girls are going to take a road trip down yeah. to Washington, DC. We should do that. We should do a next episode down here in the conference room. Have you guys people down People look at us and be like, where fun. did I come from? You, what, you guys think you're the first people from Jersey in DC? Seriously? We've kicked no, a lot of you guys, out of, we'll you guys back out of DC. Trust me. You guys won't be the first ones that would get kicked out of DC. <laughs> all right guys we are coming to the end of the show this has been fun for me this is probably not as as inflated as the other episodes here because i think we're we are in a different market than we have been on the other two up three episodes whatever that is you know what i mean but i always appreciate your all's insights because you guys are coming straight from the field and i think that's valuable to exchange that knowledge because you guys are out there fighting the good war right now 
And that's a that's a huge, huge, a vehement effort right now. And so kudos to you guys to keep it up. And Christina, do not fall asleep before the show ends. <laughs> Stay awake. Gina, you're welcome to the north side anytime you want to come up. Maddie, yeah. how about if you take us out of here and say your goodbyes? All right. What do you say again? JP, wrap it up. I got <laughs> 45, 45. Looks like Tom Duncan. <laughs> Sounds like. Must be a duck. Jersey <laughs> girls are the best. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? The bunny ears are back. Oh, <laughs> shit.